0: Hello and welcome to Netflix, your weekly guide on what to binge this week. Bernie Kinkle, we the only person you're gonna scare is yourself! Charlie? What
1: are you oh, doing? Keep he- the noise down. <sighs>
0: <sighs> what are you
1: doing here?
0: Maze! Nice. Just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Take the word, you're gonna hurt yourself how many children are you friends
1: with i'm helen daly and i'm neela Debnath, and this week we're going to look at one of the most highly anticipated shows netflix has ever made it's what slash
0: if what if <laughs> and we'll see renee zellweger make a return to tv screens in a social thriller that will have you hooked from episode one
1: Think Big Little Lies, but with a little added sass. It's a bold claim. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a great one, and we're going to give you all the lowdown on this brand new release.
0: If you want a life of purpose, begin by inverting the notion that everything happens for a reason. All your efforts, personal, professional, carnal... You must be willing to make the hard choices, do the unpleasant things, risk your most valuable assets, because nothing worthwhile is ever achieved without sacrifice. So, Nina uh what slash if what what even is the title i don't know are we going with what if or what slash if
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think we're just gonna have to stick to what if
0: right yeah so what is what if about
1: um so it's about a couple who approach a venture capitalist played by renee zellweger um to invest in their company so it starts with the venture capitalist asking if she can have one night with um, this entrepreneur's husband in exchange for millions and millions of dollars of investment into her startup
0: so it's quite tempting
1: (laughs) yeah it's also very much indecent proposal how it all Mm. kind of pans out Um, and so she's having this dilemma of like does she do it does she allow um, Renee Zellweger's character to sleep with her husband or well spend one night but (laughs) we assume it's going to be that So it kind of plays out like that. There's lots of other things going on, like with lots of other characters. It's described as an anthology series. So we can expect lots of kind of morally dubious things to happen.
0: And it it seems we've both seen episode one um, and it seems from the start quite dark, quite mysterious. Mm. And, you know, there's flashbacks, flash forwards and you don't really know. Like, yeah, I found it quite hard to follow, to be honest, from episode one. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't track what the timeline was and although the story in the premise is interesting I wasn't immediately drawn into it and I think it's because I couldn't tell like where we were in the story and what was going on but once we got into like kind of the conversations and the meatier bits yeah I enjoyed it a little bit more then.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to think of it. It's very, I felt it was very much like you. It was very kind of very trashy but sexy, that kind of thing. (laughs)
0: It's so trashy. And who's
1: she talking to at the beginning? There's this whole monologue where she
0: goes off on one. Yeah.
1: And so I think it's supposed to be theatrical. She kind of, I think the whole thing has a kind of tongue in its cheek. It's not taking itself too seriously.
0: Yeah. I mean, one thing we should touch upon fairly soon is the characters mm. renee zellweger is actually brilliant in it yes like, yes, like it's so different to like you know bridget jones which she must be like so bold of being associated with by now yeah like it she's like properly kind of scary and also sexy and alluring and yeah. there's no like big knickers on show <laughs> it like,
1: felt there was one there have been some promo shots and she almost kind of looks like a sharon stone basic instinct-esque yeah. figure And I think there is something in there that maybe the writers are kind of trying to draw on these kind of 90s things. I mean, like they they kind of basically mention indecent proposals. So you kind of get this sense that it's kind of trying to hark back to that kind of era.
0: And actually, to be fair, it's interesting you say 90s because I felt the whole look of it and Mm. the music as well. It was a bit like it was very like cliche and quite. um, Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind. I, I found it, I wasn't sure what to make of it when I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit trashy. But actually, it's quite compelling. I do want to know where it goes. I've only seen episode one, but I want to see how it pans out, what her motivations are as a character, because why is she doing this?
0: Yeah, what What do you think she's up to? <sighs> I,
1: do we? I, I imagine it's going to be some tragic backstory that's turned her into this kind of really backstabby character who's yeah. just like... I want power and money and everything, must, personal sacrifice must be made to get to the top. Because so. she's
0: selling herself as like this powerful boss woman. Um, hmm. You know, she's got the book out. Yeah. And she's like, mm, who she, Who does she remind me of? Like, it's a little bit kind of, oh, who's that American politician? Who's? I'm trying to think.
1: That's- who? I don't know. I mean, there are kind of, there are almost glimmers of maybe Steve Jobs in the way that she's very much like... Arms
0: folded, like on the front yeah, of a cover. I've yeah, done it, so can yeah. you.
1: I think something like that, but maybe also Hillary Clinton in that kind of ruthlessness.
0: Yeah, slightly Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Sarah Palin. <laughs> I, just was, came <laughs> to me. <laughs> Sarah Palin. Yeah. I thought she's a little bit Sarah Palin. And I thought, actually, yeah, I thought it was a good role for Renee, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good
1: departure from Bridget. I think
0: she needed to do this to be like... I'm
1: kind of done with that.
0: It's good to see her on TV as well because she, I I don't know. Can you? I don't think she has
1: been on much for a very long time. For a very long time. So I think it's good for her to come back to TV. I'm surprised she chose this role though. I mean,
0: it's probably because it's so different. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, because I mean, immediately I was actually quite shocked because I watched her doing some promo for it earlier in the week and I thought, oh, like she's got quite a little like... Squeaky voice, a little high pitched yeah. voice. She's very softly spoken. Yeah. And then she's playing this like real scary, like dominatrix, probably woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably for- episode five, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Like she can actually act like really well. Yeah. Like she's not Bridget; she's yeah. an actress.
1: To be fair, let's not forget she did win an Oscar for like Cold Mountain. So
0: I, I did forget, <laughs> <laughs> but I sorry, no, Renée.
1: <laughs> but no, it is good. It is good for her to kind of be in this kind of new role. Um, it'll be interesting to see when it drops on Netflix if it takes off. Because I felt mm. like with you, it was dropped over the Christmas period, so people were binging it. But
0: I think it will have a U effect. Yeah. I really do because it is like very compelling mm. at the same time as being like sexy and it's got like quite a good cast yeah and I can just see it with that kind of storyline in particular yeah just being one that like really captures
1: yeah I think so I think it'll be a big one for me I mean they've been touting it um and promoting it, and just saying like this like the fact that they've managed to nab Renee I yeah. think that's a big deal because I don't think they've had that well they had Uma didn't they last month Uma Thurman they
0: did but that kind of flopped a little bit did it yeah well let's
1: see I I think there's something about it as you said like you I think there's definitely something within what if that could really that could really ripple out
0: I think the thing the the difference probably is is you have um Chambers with Uma Thurman which was quite hard to follow it's quite complex Mm. and it was quite Um, you know you had to stick with it the story didn't immediately present itself straight away yeah however with what if you have you know quite um, alluring characters you have that storyline that's there and although I didn't follow it immediately I'm still gripped by it because it's it is quite a simple story yeah
1: exactly and
0: it's that like temptation which is quite sexy and you know you yeah. was quite sexy yeah although being like terrifying I at think the yeah time. it's got that. like it was like quite a sexy show and I think that's mm. probably what's gonna tip it
1: what did you think about kind of how it looked kind of tonally and stuff
0: I thought I thought it was actually quite interesting and I did want to discuss this because mm. it it didn't look modern yeah it looked very old to me, and it looked like a kind of nineties movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. it was like
0: throwing me a little bit because I was like, and then you have like Rene Zellweger's like nineties icon, and you're yeah. like, what am I watching? And yeah, like it didn't, it didn't quite match, but I, I kind of appreciated it for that reason. Mm. I think with the story, it's yeah. quite like um like a, a basic instinct kind of story. It's quite like yeah, yeah, it's nineties movie story.
1: I think definitely. There's definitely something about it that I don't know why they decided it. Also, it's been described as a kind of neo-noir, which I think is probably whites it's raining all the time. And there's <laughs> flashes of lightning across the San Francisco skyline and stuff.
0: Yeah, because San Francisco's normally, like, super sunny and, like, lovely. And this is not... I actually thought it was New York, to be honest. Like, yeah. From yeah. trailers and stuff, like, seeing yeah. how moody it was. I was like, oh, it must be, like, a New York noir. But... Yeah. No, San Fran. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a it's a different reimagining. You know, it does set it aside mm. from other shows. Because everyone's trying to do, like, ultra modern and mm. cool. And this, I didn't think it was that cool. But maybe that's what kind of helped it.
1: yeah. No, 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 definitely. I want to see where it's going. It's been described as an anthology series and you kind of start to see the other stories, the kind of moral dilemmas play out. But I think we'll explore that as it kind of goes on because I think there's, I think it's eight episodes or is it 10? I think it might be 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, That's quite a lot. That so, is a lot. Yeah. So they can't just focus on this one story this one dilemma so I'm assuming more characters and stories will be brought into the mix
0: as it I was goes on. gonna say do you think the husband and wife won't be at the center of the drama by the end of it
1: it's a tough one I mean I get the impression that is almost like the puppet master her character Anne yeah. Montgomery is kind of pulling all the strings and she knows a lot about all these people and she is kind of manipulating them but yeah we'll have to see how it goes I think it will probably come back around to the husband and wife however I feel they'll become more subsidiary characters during the course of the show but almost to bring it to a close maybe we'll come back to them
0: yeah and I think for me it had that um, kind of big little lies element Mm. that you know you have all of these different families and the different women especially and they're all kind of linked somehow yeah so in that case, they're all linked by a school and the link is yet to emerge for us in What If? But I think maybe that's how they'll do it. It'll yeah. be through, like, the company or or something like that, yeah. maybe. Or the the bar, you know, that yeah. that was, like, an interesting way to get Anne into yeah, that relationship. that was, that was weird. and it was, was- it was really interesting, the power play, actually. I thought it was quite... It, yeah. like, shifted, like, so many times. But- yeah. I mean, it's always Renee's.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, but you can tell that it's she's loving playing this role. She's loving playing the bad guy. Yeah.
0: So from the the little that we kind of know about it's weird. It's it's kind of been like really heavily advertised, but then
1: no one knows what we kind
0: of know nothing about it. Yeah. Um, do you think that this will be a, a second season or is it looking like a one off?
1: I think we just can't call it right now. I think unless I'd watched the whole thing, I feel like I could have got a better sense. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if it's an anthology, potentially they could have a brand new Hollywood actor or actress at the top of the like, like
0: yeah. puppet mastering
1: again and something slightly different. But I don't know. I think we'll have to wait and see how this one pans out. And as you said, 10 episodes is it's a fairly long watch, mm. which I know that Netflix has been kind of experimenting with its format recently. But I think we'll have to see how it kind of plays out. It has. And to be honest, it's funny you say that because I don't really think that
0: this fits Netflix as such I
1: completely agree you wasn't you was a lifetime one and then it just got um, kind of bought by um, Netflix I I completely agree with you I feel like the production values don't look like Netflix
0: no not in in the slightest and maybe that is a conscious move from them because I feel like a lot of the shows that they've been doing recently although I've enjoyed them they are quite samey so like Mm. I found the OA to be probably like the first one that come across as that kind of style and that kind of tone and then you get Chambers which is very similar in tone mm. then you get The Society which again is quite similar yeah. and I just think there hasn't maybe this is like the next shift for them yeah maybe potentially like given the success of you how could you not go down that road
1: yeah no I think that makes a lot of sense I think this might be kind of like they've seen that success especially because they are taking over season two season two is going to be an original um a netflix original because lifetime oh is it yeah so it was originally lifetime and then they recommissioned it even before season one came out and it was and then it became a huge hit in america but then it dropped on netflix over christmas and became a massive massive hit and netflix kind of took it over but yeah i can i can completely see them going down that route because they know it's a formula that works for them now
0: yeah i mean they they seem to release stuff remarkably quickly Mm. like I don't even remember this being in pre-production let alone like post and all of a sudden it's here And obviously they've moved very quickly with you yeah commissioning a second season before it first came out they must have been aware it was a good one and I mean it was you know
1: yeah it was entertaining I
0: think and and
1: it'll be like this and I I think
0: yeah this has the similar sell really Mm. um so would you recommend it
1: Definitely. I definitely want to watch it. I want to see where it goes.
0: So, yeah, I I think so. So, lucky for fans of this kind of goodness that What If provides, there's a wealth of shows just like it available on Netflix for you to binge next.
1: And here on Netflix, we like to give you lovely listeners tips on what you cannot miss.
0: So, we have discussed it already, but if you haven't seen you, where have you been? I'll say you one more time. You. Um, So the drama quite literally took the world by storm last year um, when it aired and it saw a male bookstore manager fall head over heels with a very pretty blonde customer. And from that, a stalking tale ensues and sees him fall deeper and deeper into a spiralling obsession, which has terrible consequences for all who encounter him.
1: Another cool drama which recently took Netflix by storm is Chambers. A teenager suffers from a heart attack and has a heart transplant to survive. However, she starts to adapt to the characteristics of the dead teenagers. How did her dead counterpart
0: die? Why is she back for revenge? And finally, speaking of revenge, you can't go too wrong with revenge. <laughs> it's an old drama, but it's quite a good one. And it's about the lives of people in the Hamptons. It follows Emily Thorne, whose life was ruined by an incident, and it forced her and her family out of the well-to-do town. And it's all about her getting back to the town, fitting in, and... All the dramas that come with being rich and very attractive. <laughs> so that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us to chat all things What
1: If. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment and tell your friends about us. Join us in the debate on Twitter at Pod, where we'll be teasing
0: details of our next episode. And next week on Netflix, we're going to give you all the hints and tips on what you're going to want to watch in June. And we'll have an exclusive interview with Adam Christopher, who's just written a Stranger Things novel. And that will get you hyped for the new season that's coming very, very soon. And Neela, I believe you may be joining us next week.
1: I may well be. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you give us a few hints and tips on what's coming?
1: well the big one's black mirror which oh my god i can't wait dark season two is coming as well so we've got lots of kind of sci-fi to look forward to
0: just what you want when the weather's getting nice yeah i know right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so tune in next week you won't want to miss this see you later
1: see ya